Welcome back to You Are Worthy Podcast. I am your host, Sharon Rizzo, and happy Wednesday. Guys, I am so excited. This is our day three on our devotional, the reason for the season. Again, it's a bonus episode, and these are gonna just going to be every single day until the 25th of December, which is Christmas Day. And I hope you guys have been enjoying these uh bonus episodes as much as I've enjoyed talking to you about um, what I've been learning through this Devo as well. So today we're going to be talking about how the angel Gabriel predicts Jesus's birth and the title of the message or not the message but the title of the devotional today is called With God Nothing is Impossible. And so I'm going to start, I'm going to do it a little bit different today. I'm going to start with the actual verse of the Bible, and then I'll do my Devo, and then we can discuss it together. But before we do that, I would like to start us in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father God, we want to thank you, Jesus, for allowing us to be able to read your amazing beautiful living word father thank you for the bible father thank you for wanting us to know you and learn about you father father god as we dive into today may you open our hearts our minds and our spirit to you and may you give us wisdom knowledge and understanding of what you are trying to teach us today jesus we love you so much and in your name we pray amen Amen, y'all. Okay, so today's verses is going to be from the book of Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 through 38, and it says, In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man named Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and the angel came to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. But she was deeply troubled by his statement, wondering what kind of greeting this could be. Then the angel told her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have been found favor with God. Now listen, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and he, and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will not end. Mary asked the angel, How can this be, since I have not had sexual relations with a man? The angel replied to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. And consider your relative Elizabeth. Even she has conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her who has called childless, for nothing will be impossible with God. See, I am the Lord's servant, said Mary. May it happen to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. The devotional says, I'm so foretelling the birth of Jesus. The angel Gabriel said to Mary, with God, nothing is impossible. Everything in the Bible can actually be summarized by that sentence. Unfortunately, we don't always live our lives as if we believe the truth. 
On the contrary, we sometimes live as if we had a little God. And this makes our problems loom large by comparison. So we fret and bite our nails and lose sleep over the challenges we face. We may have a small manager under the Christmas trade this year, but it's not good to have a small God. The Christmas story is all about the impossible coming to pass. A virgin conceives and gives birth to the Savior of the world. The same God who had the Virgin Mary become the mother of Jesus is the same God who let him go to the cross for our sins. So that as we repent and put our trust in him, we could be forgiven, have restored relationships with the Father, have a renewed mind, and have eternal life. The same God of the impossible can take your own impossible situation and turn it around. He can take you out of the deepest pit and change your life and the life of your loved ones from disaster to blessing. He can give you supernatural joy and peace that passes all understanding, no matter what you are going through. If you are in need of a miracle in your life or in the life of a loved one today, why don't you say, here I am, do what you promised. That's exactly what Mary did when the angel told her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. What is the thing you know you can get only from God this Christmas? He can change your heart, change your desires, change your family, change the situation that has been troubling you and give you a new beginning. For with God, nothing is impossible. Wow. <coughs> I have to admit, y'all, this is a very powerful one. And <laughs> wow, just God is so good because I'm going to be honest, I am going through uh, a season where my trust in the Lord and my where I really have to trust him and my faith is being tested and where I'm pretty sure you guys have heard walk by faith, not by sight. Well, I am in the season right now where I'm literally having to choose to walk by faith every single day and not by sight. And I think it's so beautiful how something that the world could see so simple as Mary just, you know, uh, getting pregnant, right? We, we, we tend to forget that what many people can see very simple, it's actually not. There's so many things that go behind a decision or a promise or a miracle, right? And just because we see the end, the end product that God gives us does not mean that it was just, oh, it's simple. We asked for it and we received it. No, there's a battle going on in the spiritual realm where God is fighting our battles that we don't see every day. And so I feel like this is such a beautiful, like, reality and truth of the story that we need to be reminded of mind you mary was a virgin home girl never had sex like do you guys realize that like she never had a sexual interaction with a man and she was engaged to this man named joseph and she was like well 
Angel Gabriel, like, I understand what you're saying, but you do realize I'm a virgin. Like, I've never had sex with a man. And he and then he explains the process of how she's actually going to conceive Jesus. And it's by the Holy Spirit. And he brings up Elizabeth. And if you guys don't remember from yesterday's story, Elizabeth, she's the one that gives birth to John, the one that's going to be paving the way for the Messiah, preparing the hearts of many to be open to the message that Jesus was bringing. And so just like in look how amazing and detailed God is he went to Elizabeth and Zachariah first and said okay I know you guys are are of old age but you guys are going to get pregnant like I heard your prayer your prayer has been answered congratulations and you're going to name him John because the purpose of of John's life is he's going to pave the way in the hearts of the people for Jesus's coming and then Elizabeth was pregnant for six months when the angel Gabriel came to Mary and said, hey, girl, you are favored. God chose you to carry his child. That, first of all, that's such an honor. And I know that's how Mary felt because you can see the gratitude within Mary when she says, see, I am the Lord's servant, said Mary. Made happen to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. She had so much trust that God would walk her through that difficulty. And mind you, we're talking about in an age where it was very frowned upon to lose your virginity before being married. You could be stoned to death. And on top of that, she's engaged to this man named Joseph, where when she tells him, and that's further along the story, but he he doesn't believe her right away and until the Holy Spirit had to be like, no, like this is true. She is blessed by the Lord. She will conceive the Lord's son and you will help her raise this man that will bring salvation to all humanity. And it just, like Mary could have so many fears Everything around her, <coughs> everything around her is pointing to her rejecting almost this offer. If you want to go, if you want to put it this way, everything around her is saying, girl, run, don't take it. Don't do it. You're going to be stoned to death. You're going you're gonna to be an outcast. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. You're going to, but yet, but yet. She said, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm serving my God. My God is bigger than what anybody else can say about me, whether what anybody can do to me. Because if my God is telling me that I'm going to bear his child, I know my God is going to protect me. And I just want to bring it into perspective of how many times have we been in a situation where everyone around us is telling us it is useless, it is broken, or let me put it into terms, your relationship shouldn't last because everyone else is saying to walk away. Everyone else is saying that your spouse is not worth the trouble. 
What does God say about your marriage? What does God say about your job? What does God say about you moving? What does he say about it? Because, yes, in our flesh, in our reality right now, it can look very, very thick. Like you, everything is against you. But I have a question for you. Like, do you believe that your God is bigger than that? Or or do you see him as a small God that he will do certain things, but not all things? And if you view him as that, why do you view him that way? Mind you, yesterday we spoke about how God can answer your prayers in a different way, three different ways, a not now, a maybe, and a no. There's still answers, but yet sometimes we don't like the answers that God gives us, and it could be a no for protection. I remember there was one time I was really bummed out because I really wanted for something to to happen, and I was like, God, like, I don't understand. I know you promised me this would happen. And yet this and this is happening. And now everyone is telling me that it's impossible that this and that can happen to me. And this and this can happen to me. And I, guys, I'm driving from, I was at work and I'm driving home at this point. I, I get out of work and I simply hear, I'm protecting you. And I'm like, God protecting me protecting me about what like you prompt he was like i'm protecting you i'm protecting you you have to trust that i know what i'm doing you have to trust that I, that this moment yes this will come to pass i just need you to take a little extra steps because if i take you through the short route something's gonna hinder you something's gonna hurt you but if i take you through the longer route i'm giving you opportunities I'm giving you opportunity. Listen to this, y'all. I'm giving you opportunities to set something right. Because if you don't set it right, it can hurt you in the future. I don't want that. I'm protecting you about something from something. And I'm not going to lie, y'all. It's been hard. It's been hard because those few extra steps, the more I take those steps, the more I hear and, and hear people around me saying, girl, you're doomed. Like, this is not going to happen. This is going to get worse. This, this, and that. And I thank God that I have the husband that I have because he's been incredible in this process. And he's like, it's okay. It's going to happen. Like, there's nothing for you to worry about. Um, he's He knows how how deep my relationship is with God. And he tells me, he's like, let's pray about it. I know that that helps you. And like God already, God already told you that you were going to have it. So trust in that. And so I'm very blessed to have that kind of support from my husband because sometimes it just takes that one, it takes that one person to reroute you and to ground you to reality which is the Lord, right? People around you can say whatever they want, but if the Lord contradicts it, it's because the the God that I serve knows everything. And let me tell you something. He already won the battle that I'm facing right now. And because he already knows what's at the end of it, and which is glory to him, which is a miracle, which will be a testimony 
It will be part of my testimony to many people. He knows exactly the steps that I need to take in order for this to bless my life instead of hurting my life. We do certain things expecting God to be like this magical genie that you have three wishes and he will grant them all. If you are treating God as a genie, you n- you're not experiencing God. God is not a genie. God is a heavenly father. He will protect you. Not everything that you want, you will receive the way you want it and when you want it because God knows how to bless you and when to bless you. And sometimes he's going to make you do these extra steps for many reasons. One, because protection. He's protecting you from something. And you will understand it later. Once everything has been through and done with, you're going to understand why he made you take the long route. It could be that you weren't ready on the t- at the time. It could be that the people that you needed to encounter during the difficulties and during those extra steps needed to be encountered with you in order for you to do it the right way and for it to be a blessing. Like there's so many ways that you can put it at where it falls under the umbrella of protection. If you don't learn certain skills that you need to learn that will help you navigate and steward your blessing well, you're not going to learn that the easy way. The last one is testimonies. There is power in testimonies, y'all. First of all, Elizabeth, Elizabeth's testimony and Zachariah's testimony is so huge. Like, there's no way that you can look at their situation and say, what do you mean? God doesn't exist. Like, they're just two humans and they have sex. Obviously, they're going to conceive a baby. Elizabeth couldn't conceive. No way in the human possibility she could have conceived John. But yet, she conceived him. Why? Because that was God's plan And it happened the moment God said it was going to happen. And then six months later, the same angel that came down to Elizabeth, to to Zachariah and said, your wife, Elizabeth, is going to be pregnant with a son and you're going to name him John, is the same angel that came down to Mary and said, hey, you are favored by the Lord. You will bear a son. These kind of testimonies move and move mountains and they give hope to the future I, I know that I'm speaking to someone right now I know that God promised you a house it will happen but in God's timing you need to take steps in order for it to happen because you and God are a team I know God promised you a child and fruit from that child You have to be patient and listen to God's word. And not just that, but you have to walk by faith and not by sight because you will conceive, but in God's timing, not on your own. You will get that promotion. Yes, you will. That promotion is already yours. It already has your name. But God will open that door when the timing is right because there's certain people that you still need to touch in this season, in this position, that when you get that promotion, they won't listen to you or they won't be touched by you and they won't encounter you. 
where you are currently, and I'm speaking to everyone, wherever you are currently, it is the place where you are meant to be because you are touching people that are meant to be touched by the Holy Spirit through you. It's not a coincidence. And through those people that you meet every single day, you are a living testimony because one day you're going to go, they're going to see everything that's happening in your life and they're going to ask you, how did you do it? And all the glory goes to God and you tell him, I walked by faith, not by sight because of this and that and this and everything was against me, but yet God made a way. It's so incredible to be reminded of how big our God is because when we are in the trenches, when we are in trials and tribulations, one of the things that the enemy is really good at is twisting the truth. He can't reinvent something, but he can twist it. He doesn't have the power to do that. The enemy attacks what he's afraid of. When you feel when everything around you is impossible, remember this. I want you to look up at God and say, God, everything can be looking really bad right now. But there's a problem. I need you to fix it. You know how to fix it. You will fix it. Because I know you. Amen. You humbled yourself upon the Lord. And the position of your heart is, God, I know you can do this. I know you have taken care of this. So take care of it. I trust you. I encourage you guys to journal and ask yourself, what is impossible right now in my life? And how can I ask God to make it possible? Send this episode to three people that came into your mind when you heard this message that really need this encouragement. And after you send it, discuss it. Maybe you guys can keep each other accountable on how to trust the Lord in the season. All right, guys, I will talk to you tomorrow. Peace out. Blessings.